I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio, guys. This is Amberly Lyons here. I am your chakra expert, your energy and crystal connoisseur. I'm also your trusty spiritual BFF and the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform where I'm giving you all the tips and all the inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life and activate your chakras. Today, we have the most beautiful, angelic guest. Her name is Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. She is the influencer behind the wellness blog, LSK. She also has her own beauty brand called Stranded. And I just love this episode because Lauren is an angel who's overcome a really horrific accident and trauma and really came out on top and is sharing her just amazing recovery story and her tips on bringing balance to the world. So we're talking about things like living a life rooted in balance, expressing anger in a healthy way, and using counseling and other modalities to overcome trauma. I've been getting so many messages about my meditation bundle, guys. I'm going to plug it here real quick. The women that are using my meditation bundle every day are reporting they're making more money. They have more energy. They're feeling sexier, happier, more powerful. All the good things, guys. And all it takes is hanging out with me every day for seven to 12 minutes. I think that sounds fun and it's worth it. My meditations were made for women just like you to work through chakra blocks and to activate your chakra superpowers. And I'm giving you guys $10 off. So go grab them. Go to chakragirl.com code.com select meditations and the coupon code is podcast so that's chakragirlco.com select meditations from the top navigation you're going to enter your information and then you're going to go to the checkout page and you're going to enter the promo code podcast to save 10 dollars oh my god guys this is my first recording after christmas i hope you guys had the best christmas and that you were totally spoiled i got me some fendi from my husband no big deal baby's first fendi i also bought myself a celine bag but that's neither here nor there I just hope you guys got everything you wanted because it's really all about the gifts. Christmas was wild here. We hosted. Hosting is no fucking joke. God, seriously. Next year, we're catering everything and we're having butlers, like hot butlers with no shirts on. I don't know if my husband would go with that, but maybe I'll just pretend it was a mistake. Oops, I ordered the the topless ones. (laughs) Anyways, so that's going to be next year. I'm all about making it easy, but yeah, I mean, I hope you guys had the best time. New Year's is coming. My best friend just landed here in Vancouver. She's from LA and Jennifer Jaden may have heard her episode and we're going to just have the best time here in Vancouver and we're going to party it up and have a great time. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at Shaka Girl Co. We're going to be tourists in Vancouver and show you all the things. Okay, let's get into the chakra tip today. There's so many people that are just like goal setting like crazy. I don't really like the word goal setting. I feel like it's like manly and like 
I don't know, old manish. I'm not into the vibe. Sometimes I accidentally say goal setting just so people understand what I'm saying, but what I really mean is vision planning. So here are my best tips. So I like to set out three initiatives and outcomes. So get really clear on how you want the things in your life to look. So we're actually going through the chakras as we do this. This It's like my seven step manifesting process. So this is what we are going to do for your vision of yourself in 2019. So get really clear. This is like your root chakra getting grounded in what you want. Step two is to visualize it, which is your sacral chakra. So really feeling into what it would be like to have it. And step three is your solar plexus. Is this a yes or a no? So your intuition is going to tell you like, is this the right thing? Or maybe I should have something better or something different. And you're just going to adjust your vision a little bit, or maybe you're not, maybe it's going to be perfect the way it is. Step four is your heart chakra, which is about co-creation. So you're going to say, this is the work I'm willing to do. These are the actions I'm willing to take to make my life look this way. And this is what I want the universe to do to help me. The next step is the throat chakra, which is planting the seeds, talking about it. But then this is also when the fears start to come up. So get real with your fears. If there's any like subconscious limiting belief holding you back, just talk yourself through that. And then the next thing is is the third eye chakra, which is when you actually ask for the guidance. So what would you have me do? So sit in universe or sit in meditation, ask the universe, what would you have me do? And then the next step is aligned action towards reaching the vision. So taking the action, doing the damn thing and getting the outcomes guys. So do all seven steps, make it happen. Okay. I want to give a chakra shout out to Helen's wines, dear media, my lovely trusted company that I'm with network podcast network love them um they sent me a lovely gift from Helen's Wines I'm obsessed 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 wine is a big part of my life my brand and balancing my chakras so Helen's Wines are oh that's professional I've got my text messages going off Jesus we're not editing this this is real life okay so Helen's Wines (laughs) it's inside John and Vinny's in LA and they're all about celebrating food and wine and partnership that is rooted in long friendship how cute is that you guys They just have the best high quality, organic, naturally driven wines. And that just means that you won't have hangovers. So I'm all about it. And she's just super cute. She has a podcast on the network as well. So check out Helen's Wines, guys. All right, let's get into this episode with Lauren. You are going to L-O-V-E her just like I do. Let's go. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. She's the influencer and beauty behind the wellness blog LSK, which means lifestyle rooted in balance. She also has her own beauty brand, which is called Stranded, that provides clean, powdered, dry shampoo for blondes, brunettes, and redheads. And she's got some other exciting things we're going to talk about today. Lauren has the best vibe, is such a lifestyle and fashion goddess, and has just such a beautiful story that we can't wait to hear. So welcome. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you so much. That's such a sweet intro. <laughs> of course. So happy to have you. So let's get right into our slumber party questions. Actually, I'm just going to go right out there and say, guys, there's construction going on upstairs. So <laughs> if you hear something annoying, we're dealing with it. And I hope that it's not too annoying for you, but we're just rolling with it. <laughs> okay. Slumber party questions. Lauren, what is your daily ritual? Oh man. So I feel like I, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do usually is juice celery. I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but it has just changed my life. So that's kind of my like coffee moment, but it's celery instead and juice some for my husband. And then, um, I don't know. I usually get started on like work pretty quickly and start my day pretty quickly. I feel like I do better in the morning times. Every day looks pretty different, but I just love kind of, I feel like I've learned to become very aware of my body and what it needs. So I kind of schedule my days around that and shift my days around that. And then always just like at night, a ritual is I always take off my makeup, wash my face. And I feel like in the cooler months, take a bath. So good. I love that. Yes. Um, okay. And celery juice. I've been really trying to get on this trend. So are you fully like juicing it yourself every morning? I am because I learned you actually have to drink it fresh because the nutritional value decreases pretty quickly mm-hmm. and it oxidizes quickly. So um, yeah, I also, you have to have it like an hour, well, 30 minutes to an hour before food. So it's so hard if you had to go out and get it every morning. And yeah, um, yeah, I just had such intense gut issues. So I was just willing to do anything. So 
investing in a juicer was definitely worth it. Yeah. So see, I made the money investment in a juicer and I have one, but I just have not made the time investment (laughs) in actually making the juice Mm -hmm. and cleaning it. Like I don't mind making it, but it's the cleaning. It's so true. So it's funny because we got kind of like a bigger juicer that's a little more like it's like heavy and it's just more intense for our wedding. And we never used it for like two years. So we gave it to a friend. We're like, Hey, will you use this? He's like, yeah. So I actually bought a smaller one and it's so nice because I think I just never used to use that other juicer. Cause it just kind of what you're saying, like cleaning it. And like, it was just such a big ordeal, like getting it out of the cabinet. Cause it was too big mm-hmm. to put on the counter and like, yeah washing all the veggies and stuff like that. And this one's so easy. I literally like clean the celery, juice it and clean the machine within like 10 minutes. So it makes it a lot more doable. <laughs> Maybe I can do this. I think I'm yes. going to try Cause I was, yeah. I, I didn't drink coffee for years, like 10, like maybe not 10, but maybe like six years I didn't drink coffee. And then I decided to like try, I was in Europe, um, in September and I kind of was just drinking a little bit of coffee there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm back on the coffee. And then I just noticed I was feeling really stressed throughout the day. And I was like, I don't know. And now I like, I haven't had coffee for four days. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go off it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm still stressed. So maybe it's not the coffee. (laughs) Oh my God. I was going to ask you, I'm like, do you think it's the coffee? (laughs) That's what I thought. Um, but maybe I just need to try the celery juice and just like see what happens. It I thought it was the coffee, but maybe it's because I had black tea today. Oh yeah, that could be it. The caffeine. That could be it. Okay. I need to kick everything. So I need a new <laughs> vice and it's going to be celery juice. It's, it's so powerful. It is. I am serious. It's changed my life. It's the best thing ever. <sighs> okay. Okay. I can't wait to try now. What yes. is your favorite crystal or essential oil of the moment? Oh my gosh. My favorite essential oil. Actually, I've been doing this blend for the fall. So it's clove, nutmeg, orange, and thieves, which kind of smells like cinnamon. And it smells so good. And then I also love tea tree because it kills germs. Mm, Such a good one. I I used to like put that on absolutely everything. Right. Like a pimple, a cut anything. Yes. Yeah. What's like a recipe that you're obsessed with right now? That's easy enough that I could even do. Okay. So this is a new snack recipe that I'm obsessed with. And Jason, my husband absolutely loves it. And it's three things, the easiest thing to make ever. So it's dried figs, salted almonds. So make sure they're like good quality, you know, some of them use gross oils, but salted almonds, or you can just get like plain almonds and put sea salt in it yourself and then shredded coconut. And I Mm. blend it in a blender, like to be pretty thin. And then you make like balls out of them. So they're like big balls. Yes. But it's the best like sweet snack because you know, after dinner and you're like, Oh, I want something sweet, but you don't want to like indulge in ice cream or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. This is the best snack ever. I love it. Okay. Guilt-free, sweet, and easy. My favorite things. Yep. Okay. Who's your favorite Kardashian? This is a very important question. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Courtney is my favorite and she, uh, I mean, she's like a friend of ours, but she's, I love just how into wellness she is. Yes. She's like bringing it like super mainstream, which I love. And I see her like doing these like rituals in her backyard with her friends. And I'm like, I love this. It's amazing. I feel like she actually like lives a like wellness filled life. So I I really respect that and love that. Yeah. She's my favorite too. Well, actually I love them all. I really can't choose, but (laughs) that's the best. What is a guilty pleasure that you think like maybe good wellness gurus don't do? Oh man, I would say two things. This is kind of maybe extreme, like it's not that big of a deal probably, but maybe some people think it is, but I legitimately have an addiction to gum. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like the bad gum, like I'm just constantly chewing gum. Like hubba bubba? <laughs> For sure. Like I love hubba bubba. <laughs> I love extra and I love Orbit and I love Trident. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've never heard of this addiction to gum. Yeah. Because <laughs> it has sugar in it, right? Yeah. It just has things that are not the best for your internal body. But, mm. you know, I feel like if you're constantly detoxing, kind of like I am through my food every day and celery juice, it's okay. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, love it. So let's talk more about you. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you kind of got to this mega influencer status. Yes. Well, it's kind of an interesting story because I, or an interesting journey, I guess. So I interned in New York, like during college and um, towards the end in New York. So I was um, an intern in the wardrobe department for Gossip Girl, the TV show, and then um, interned at Michael Kors Corporate, like the oh first gosh. half. Of the no season. big deal. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, it was just good for me because I learned so much. I knew I, I wanted to go into the fashion industry, but I didn't know what part. So Michael Kors helped me so much, like understand the business and corporate side of things, but also the creativity. And then Gossip Girl was just full creativity. So fun. Every day was so different. So I kind of pulled out of both what I liked and then slowly started um, reporting seasonally for Fashion Week. And this is like before blogs were happening. So it felt just so intimate and just very business oriented. Like I would go by myself, reported seasonally for New York for years, but then did Paris and Montreal as well. And I would just like literally go and grind. And I would just, I was so inspired and just wanted to get interviews I didn't think I could get and I was just intrigued by like the model style that when they like came out of the back and just like was so I was just so inspired overall and so I learned a lot from that even how to trend forecast and how to write about what I was seeing at the shows and how we could incorporate that into our lives and so love that season and then I just kind of took all those things and I'm like, how can I incorporate what I love? Like the business, the creativity, relationships, sharing brands that I love. I'm like, I'm going to create a blog, which I had created when I moved back to Dallas, just to keep myself um, educated and inspired in the fashion industry. And so I was basically just literally writing it. Like, I don't know, for me, like I, I wasn't really doing it for anybody else. And, um, and then I moved on to the point where I'm like, okay, I kind of want to create an online magazine platform that one day could become print. And this is even before everything was turning like fully digital, not that it's fully digital yet, but it's leaning that direction a lot. And so I just had the goal of making this print one day. Um, And so I launched that in August of 2011. And then I was in a really bad accident in December of 2011, where I was hit by a plane propeller and I lost my left eye and left hand. And Gosh. this was, yeah, so just on about a two-year two journey of just like healing physically and emotionally and just kind of went on a career pause for probably about two and a half years. Mm. And it was interesting because when I launched the, I call it like the magazine or whatever, but it was basically a blog. It was just exploding in those couple months um, before my accident because it was making something that seems so distant or foreign, like fashion, so practical. And I just kind of grew up in a very vulnerable family. Like we just talk about everything and have really close family friends and that we just always were in like great conversation with people. And so I kind of turned that into how I spoke on my blog as well. So mm-hmm. I think it was relatable to a lot of people. And so anyways, after my accident, a girl kind of got me back on the map. She was she was blogging from my blog and she wanted to learn a lot and she was so amazing and so thankful for her because I had gotten engaged about, um, I'm so bad with time, but probably let's think, I think it was like two years or two and a half years after my accident. So I was moving to LA where my husband lives and where we live now and, um, planning our wedding within six months and doing all this stuff. So I, instead of like a career, I was just more focused on all this transition and So she was kind of putting like my blog back on the map by her blogging through it. And it was such a gift. She started her own blog, which she was so ready for. She's amazing. Her name's Lauren Sims. If y'all don't follow her, look her up because she's the best. Yes, Um, we'll we'll, we'll link everyone to her too. Yes. And so she started her own blog. And then my like sweet dear friend, Melissa, she actually lives in Annapolis. um, And we had connected through her the brand that she works for called Hobo Bags. And um, she was like, hey, I saw Lauren's leaving. Like, do you need anyone to run your blog for you? Like, or just help you, you know, not run the whole thing, but just come alongside you. And I'm like, yes. I was like, I don't have the time to like 
run it. And for all you bloggers out there, you know how much goes into a blog or how much work. So help usually is needed. Um, and so she came alongside me and just, I literally don't know what I would do without her. So she just is like my right hand person. And then about a year and a half ago, um, I met with my sweet friend, Julie Solomon, who is another just gem. Oh, love her. Yes. She's the best. Um, so I did her six week rebranding. Yes. Oh man. It was like, seriously, like a counseling session. Like we both would be, so you meet six times and you're rebranding like your whole blog or your whole brand. And we would be like crying. And she's like, she literally digs deep. Like, what are your biggest fears? Cause that's what we need to get into. Like, that's what you need to talk about. Just so many things like that. And so I feel like we really honed in on like who I am as a person. It was such a, a time of realization for me. And even just how wellness is such a huge part of my life. I've been on this journey for like 15 years with health and also just learning how to balance life. Like I moved from Dallas to LA and I'm married now. And it just was a a big transition for me, even though Dallas is a big city, it just does not compare to the grind of LA and even just the lifestyle of like my husband's the host on you so he's involved in a lot of, you know, it's like the entertainment world and a big group of friends out here. So in Dallas, I was used to like a smaller group. So anyways, all those things kind of incorporate into rebranding and it's just been so much fun because I feel like now I'm in my space. Like I'm talking about what I love to talk about. It's just, I study wellness constantly. It's just, I mean, it was affecting my life so much. So coming to a place of just realizing what was going on with my body and like little um, tips and tricks that are practical that people can incorporate into their lives. Just sharing those things has been such a gift and just hearing stories from people about even, I'll just take celery juice, for example, how that's influencing their lives, how it's impacted their health that they just Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out for years. Like it's pretty amazing. And I'm far from a doctor. So I'm just sharing this from like a practical, like human to human point of view. Um, And so it's just been really special. And I love incorporating fashion and non-toxic beauty into all that too, which I think all is wrapped up in the term wellness. I love that all so much. And I love what you said about like, you totally changed your environment. Like you went from a different state to like now being married and like new people around you. And like, especially in LA, you need to find balance. So I love how that's what you're teaching people. I feel like that's probably why so many people are health conscious in LA. It's because they have to balance out all of the events that they're going to. Oh my gosh, it's so true. It literally used to be a joke when I lived in Dallas because I lived with my best friend and Jason would call and be like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? And it was like a weekday. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just cooking with, with AB and I'm watching friends. And he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, so I'm going to this event. And then I'm going to dinner with blah, 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 blah. And like all this stuff, like three activities, like every yeah. night. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I need to start making up things. Like, cause my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah and by watching friends I mean I'm hanging out with the cast of friends so (laughs) that's like a big important plan yeah (laughs) oh my gosh no totally and so with your accident and like that kind of hiatus that you went on what kind of what was your healing process like how did you emotionally get through that yeah well a few things so honestly just time it just takes time to heal so physically like even half my head was shaved. So just even like waiting for things to kind of feel normal again, like your hair to grow back, my eye to heal, getting a prosthetic arm, getting prosthetic eye, all those things, just kind of processing things slowly and just kind of, you almost have to like stop life. I feel like to do that sometimes. And so that, and then I actually had an incredible physical therapist and I, I started at this physical therapy place in a hospital. And it was just terrible. Like I, my dad one day was like, why are you not wanting to go? Like, why are you so upset? And I'm like, he goes, I'm coming with you to this. I'm like, great. So he comes with me and I'm like, literally, and they're like pumping up all the people. I'm like, we've got this. And it's like just all sorts of like injuries and even strokes and things like that, Mm -hmm. that people have been through. But the problem with it was I feel like they were just babying me a lot. And mm-hmm. my dad knows me well enough. And my mom knows me well enough that like, I need to be challenged and pushed and all this stuff. So I 
started working with this physical therapist who trained and did physical therapy at this place called Athletes Performance. And so I worked with her for about two years, almost every day, like during the week. And I'd been in there for like two hours at a time. And we'd be doing physical therapy on my arm while she was like kicking my butt training me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was great because I was in there. Basically that place um, trains like minor major league baseball players, um, football players trying to get in the NFL, also NFL football players, but it's a smaller group. So they're probably like 20 to 25 guys and they became like some of my best friends. And it just, that was a huge deal for me because it helped me just feel like I was living some kind of life again. And I was around like people my age and guys my age and working out again and being active and just, it was the best feeling. And so that was a long period of time that I did that. And then just, um, I don't know, it just takes time to like relearn how to do things with one hand and feel confident in that. And also just living normal life, like going out for dinner and lunch and hanging out with friends and dating and yeah that. so so that was like it's almost like physical therapy became your job it did yeah it really did it was it truly what I feel like physical therapy like the location was like my office like I would go in yeah. the morning and I'd come back in the afternoon and um it was just so fun but yeah it was kind of like my place every day well it's so nice that you found like the beauty in that um and that situation Okay, you guys know I'm all about making things as easy as possible. So you need to check out Zola. It is a wedding company that's literally reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience and making your happiest moment even happier, guys. So from the engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there. They've got you covered. They're combining compassion, customer service with modern tools and technology in all the service of love. How cute is that, guys? It's the easiest way to plan your wedding and register. So there are 500,000 couples using Zola. So you know, it's legitimately helping people. They take the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website, your dream wedding registry, affordable, save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools. So you're conveniently managing everything on one platform in one place. And it saves so much time and headache. We tried to do everything on Facebook and it was a mess guys. So start with a free wedding website. It's so easy. It takes minutes. The templates are so pretty too. So it'll fit your style. It'll fit your type of wedding and they make it really easy to personalize it. So you pick your favorite design. You can add photos, stories about how you met, travel and accommodations info, even recommend things for your guests to do while they're in town for your wedding. There's an FAQ section, which helps address some awkward questions. Like if people want to know if they can bring kids, um, that's a no. Or if they have a plus one, that can be a family drama situation. So save yourself the family drama. Um, You can also put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your gifts. Hello, best part of the wedding and one convenient and beautiful place. So then you build your dream registry. So they make it's so easy. Okay. They have the widest selection of gifts, like all the good things. So many different price points. There's something for every guest to give you. So you can get all the gifts guys. And they love the free shipping and returns. And they also do price matching, which is amazing. There are 500 top brands from OXO and Cuisinart to Sonos and Airbnb. Get people to buy you a trip guys. Hi. Yes, please. So go check it out. You guys to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com forward slash chakra. So that's Zola.com forward slash chakra. Zola is Z-O, I guess Americans say Z. So Z-O-L-A dot com forward slash chakra. So Z-O-L-A dot com slash chakra. Guys, I wish I had this when I was getting married. So go get yourselves organized and have the best wedding. What emotionally do you feel like you learned? Like, how did you, how do you feel like you were able to like emotionally power through rather than going into like victim mode or, you know, that whole why me, which you probably, I mean, I think everyone does when something bad happens, but how did you get out of that? Yeah. So I think my why me situation, because I don't feel like I I literally felt like once I became aware of what had happened, I rebelled against the fact of being a victim. I was like, that is not me. Like I will not be that way. 
But I think the concept of why me, I think it's more just like shock. Like you're like, oh my gosh. Like I literally don't have my hands anymore and my eyes truly not there. Like that's so crazy. But I think the biggest part getting through emotionally is my parents and my best friends just really circled around me and they were there for me in every emotion. So like even before, so before my accident, I was just seriously like the happiest, most go lucky, like joyful person. And it just took a lot to upset me or to make me sad or whatever. I just love life so much. And so I was going through the grieving emotions of like anger and shock and just so many different things. And my friends and my family were like, you need to experience these emotions. Like we're here for you. Like we're not afraid of you if you're angry, like we're angry too. And we're like in this with you. So I feel like a big, huge thing. And this is like what I tell people today that are like going through something painful is just like, be real with your emotions. Like don't hold them inside because they'll get stuck there and explode later. Like, you know, deal with them and they might be scary to you because like for me, some of the anger and all of that just scared me because I had just never experienced that before. Um, but when you learn how to release it properly and talk about it, it's just really healthy. And even my doctors would encourage me like, this one doctor I love so much she was basically over like every surgeon that was on my team and I would meet with her every six months and she's like have you been angry recently I'm like yes and she was like great (laughs) I'm like oh my gosh what that's Um, so good yeah so I feel like just not being afraid to show how you're feeling and you don't I'm I'm naturally just like look at the bright side of things but I feel like you can do that while showing your emotions like totally you know, instead of just being like, I'm fine. I'm great. Like, no, no, you're probably not like you're. Yeah. And I feel like, especially in like the spiritual world, people are like, right. You know, and I talk about this on the podcast a lot, but waking up rather than, you know, waking up being like, what am I grateful for today? It's like, what am I actually feeling today? And like process that first rather than just kind of pushing it down with rainbows and butterflies. That's so good. Yeah. Cause I feel like, um, you even like, it's so easy to be like, other people are going through so much more than me. And it's like, maybe, but like, you're still going through what you're going through and it's a big deal. And like, it's affecting you. So it's okay. And yeah, I think too, just other big things are, I'm a Christian. So like the Bible and praying were huge for me. Mm-hmm. And then also counseling. Like I, I just call it, I don't know why I call it normal counseling for like a couple of <laughs> years. And then I went to EMDR counseling, which is like even deeper. Okay. What is EMDR? So it's eye movement desensitization, and I never know what the R stands for. I'm not the Google. Okay. <laughs> I never know what it means, but um, basically it restructures how your brain processes things so in a healthy way. So basically, like, it starts even from when you're young, and, like, um, it's hard to describe. Like, you go through, like, past memories, and you connect them to, like, how you're living your life today. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps a lot with PTSD and just like fear. And yeah, it's incredible. It literally changed my life. I mean, it's unbelievable. So kind of like looking at how things from the past have like created patterns that yeah. you're reliving. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Because even if you don't, so some memories in our past, we never connect to the present. Um, so even like my parents, for example, were divorced for seven years and then they got remarried to each other and Mm -hmm. they have like an incredible marriage now and all that. But in the divorce, I always say it was like the healthiest divorce we could have experienced. Like they never fought in front of us. We live five minutes away from each parent. Like we were their priorities always. And they're the best, best parents. Like they're incredible. And so I always thought like, Oh, I mean, that was kind of a big deal, but not really. Like I learned so much, like all this stuff, but I actually realized a lot of my reactions, like even when my parents would leave after they visited here or my reactions to Jason, like when we were in a disagreement or whatever, it might be all stemmed from emotions that I'd held in from my parents' Mm -hmm. divorce. And she like connected it all for me. So it's kind of crazy. That's so crazy. There's, um, I've done something called, oh my God, what is it called? 
etiotherapy. Okay. And it's like kind of similar where they look at, she kind of like lets energy like bubble up from like a certain scenario. And then, and then she'll kind of go through your like timeline basically. Okay. This is how it showed up in this year. And this is how it showed up in this year. And this is how it showed up the next year. And it's just so wild. Cause you, yes. it's like, you don't like connect the dots consciously. Um, but it's all like buried underneath. That is so interesting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's funny too. Even if Jason and I are like in an argument or something, or even in a discussion and like one of us kind of has like a kind of unrealistic reaction. We both are like, wait, are you okay? We're like, what's the root of this? Like, did you experience yeah. in your childhood? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I did. And he's like, me too. And we're like, wow. <laughs> that is so good. Cause like, it's almost like be- you get to become an observer of your emotions rather than latching onto them. Like you can be like, oh, I'm feeling angry. Um, and like, like, okay, where does that come from? Rather than like, just like, ah, I'm, like raging on everyone. <laughs> and, like, well, even I realized like, yes. Like even growing up, it was just a joke kind of because I could never pinpoint why I was feeling what I was feeling or like I couldn't ever explain an emotion I was having. And my mom would always try to help me and like my sister too. And they'd ask me a lot of questions and then I'd be like, Oh, that's why I feel that way. And now I feel like I can just pinpoint every emotion. I'm like, this stems from this, like I'm fearful and it connects to this. And it also just gives you the tools to, to combat those things. But like part of the tool is understanding why you know, mm-hmm. you're reacting that way. And then also just learning how to like move forward in that emotion. It's really cool. It's really cool. And I, I totally agree. It's like, I feel like there's an extent of having to look back and be like, where did this come from? But then also not being like, Oh, my parents. And then when I was a child and like be going in victim mode, mode over something that happened in the past, like looking at like, okay, how can I like use this knowledge to like move forward now? Exactly. That is a great point because yeah, you never want to like stay in that like, oh yeah. I, yeah. You just, yeah. Obviously never want to, it's easy. I feel like that's easy to like get into where you're just like, yeah. oh, it was such a sad experience when I was a kid. Sorry. I'm just going to be responding this way instead be like, oh wow, this is why I do that. And that's not okay or healthy. So let's talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, and you mentioned as well that you are Christian. I know you talk a lot about like faith on your blog as well. So how do you use your faith in terms of your balance and just kind of everything that the blog is about? How does that tie in? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, honestly, my faith is just the foundation of my life. So I feel like all my decisions kind of come from prayer and even like, I just feel so much peace when I'm doing something like where I'm at, where I'm, where I am, when, when I am, where I'm supposed to be, if that makes sense. <laughs> and then just get so much hope from the Bible. And um, there's so many like real life stories in there that we can pull from and relate to and just praying, like having a relationship with with God and Jesus and talking to them like a friend and someone that cares for you. And so I feel like that's just my faith has given me so much strength in hard situations and also a lot of guidance in um, just like my life and decisions and um yeah and Jason's the same way so I feel like that's just the foundation of our marriage too so um we're kind of always on the same page of we're not quick to decisions like we pray through things together and yeah when a decision's right we both feel such peace and Mm. yeah I love that that's such a nice like such a nice, like you said, foundation to be able to have together. So what do you see? So I know there's like modern day spirituality, which is like kind of what I subscribe to. And how do you like, how, how would you kind of describe like the difference between like spiritual, like religious spirituality or Christian spirituality versus like the modern day? Like, how do you kind of see the difference? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't know if I'm like fully versed on every new thing because I feel like okay so religion to me is more like rule-based like that's not what I like the gospel that I believe in is not like rule-based there's so much grace and there's so much truth in that grace too but just um I feel like the bible literally is focused on love and like God loves us so much that he 
literally died for us. And then our role is to love people and love people well. And so I feel like to me, um, that's just like the first, like God is just the person, God is the person that I go to. And so I feel like it's pretty simple. So I feel like some of, some things like, like modern things, like maybe I just don't know a ton about, not like I'm ignorant. Yeah. I mean, like what you're saying sounds exactly like modern day spirituality. And I feel like, I feel like I've seen like from like the more like modern, like younger people I know that are like subscribing to like religion and like going to church is that it actually is like very similar. And that's why I like wanted to ask the question. Cause like, it, like you said, it's no longer about abiding by rules or like, you're going to go to hell if <laughs> this happens. It's more about just like love and um, yeah. And like sharing yeah, and faith and like believing. And I feel like that's kind of why I asked because I feel like it's so much alike. Um, I mean, like, I think the main difference from what our conversation anyways, is that I feel like in spirituality, we more like would refer to God as like an energy than a person. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I mean, that's the main difference that I see, but I was just wondering your perspective, but it sounds like it's like, there's so many similarities. Totally. And I feel like even just through the accident and just trauma and things like that are just hard moments, which I feel like all of us experience just on different levels. Like no one goes through life without experiencing pain. It's like, I feel like for me, what's so comforting is that like knowing that God cares for me specifically and like he has a plan for my life. It's like mind blowing to think about. You're like, what? Mm -hmm. There's like so many people in this world and he knows me and my heart specifically. And he's there for me and I can talk to him and having that relationship is so key because, and I know so many of us feel lonely. Like I felt lonely even moving to LA sometimes and I'm married and Jason's my best friend. And, but I like, didn't feel like I was developing deep friendships as quickly as I hoped, even though we had close friends around and like just things like that, or, you know, certain things that create loneliness and just to know that I have like that God's always with me. It just, there's so much comfort and hope in that in those times, you know? Totally. And I feel like that's, I just feel like it's so similar with Mm -hmm. spirituality as well, where like, you're kind of always supported. You're never alone. And like, no matter what, you know, you want in life or whatever you're like desiring, like there's always a bigger plan. Like if the thing that you want doesn't work out, then it means there's something better waiting for you. Yes. And I feel like everyone, like most people can probably agree to this. Like everyone desires community and friends and mm-hmm. even I've experienced that with like losing a hand I remember my dad was like what do you need right now it was like a couple of weeks after I was home from the hospital I'm like I just want to talk to Bethany Hamilton because it was the only girl that I knew of that had lost a hand mm-hmm. and she and I have created this retreat for girls that have lost an arm or a leg and seriously almost 100% of the girls had never met another girl that had lost him before this and just it's that idea of community like we're all in this together but we didn't it was so much harder before because we had no one that could really relate to that Mm. um and so yeah I just feel like that's what most people are looking for is like no one wants to live life alone or like feel alone in a struggle or a journey or a celebration like everyone wants to like have people to be excited with and to like also cry with like I feel like that's just a you know like a common thing for everybody totally I think it's like a human need to feel understood and like deeply connected and the best way to feel deeply connected is to feel understood and like you understand the other person that seriously is the best word because yeah I realized that a lot in the last couple years is like I can like be around people but if they don't understand me or if I don't feel known it still feels lonely Yeah. hundred percent. Like, and that's like my, that's one of my childhood triggers. It's like, you don't understand me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think that's an important one. So important. Okay. So let's shift gears. That was all so beautiful. I love that conversation. Um, okay. Let's talk about, okay, wait, first, before we totally switch gears, the retreats that you're talking about, is that the LSK foundation? No. So that, okay. So tell us about the, yeah. Tell us about both. Yeah. So, um, Bethany and I, we connected just really quickly. We Skyped one day with like both of our moms and she just became like a close friend really fast. And we were talking one day and we're like, I feel like we need to create like a retreat. And I I think this was Bethany's idea. And I I think she just like 
called me. I was like, what do you think about this? And she's like, I feel like we need to create this, like make it an, a very intimate weekend with girls, like no more than like 10 or 15 where we can just all like be a community of girls together and talk and relate and get tips from and stuff like that. And um, I'm like, yes, that'd be amazing. So that those weekends are actually under her foundation, which is the Bethany Hamilton Foundation or Friends of Bethany. And it's just seriously, they're like life changing weekends they are so powerful and people's stories are just insane. I mean, what people have been through blows my mind and they're just so, oh, they're like the best women and girls. And I just like learned so much when I'm there and just you bond really quickly you know, on those weekends. So that's that. And then the LSK foundation. So six months after my accident, I received three prosthetic arms. So, and all my insurance covered the majority of all three of them. And so I just thought that was a normal story. And girls started coming up to me, like in the grocery store, I'd meet a friend of a friend and some girls would say, where did you get your prosthetic arm made? Mine looks like plastic. And it did like it was falling apart. Like there were holes in it, like a thumb was off or whatever. They're all a little different. And so through that, I'm realizing, wow, I think people just recommended me to really great places. I didn't even know there were other places that could go to get a prosthetic arm. And these are all places in Dallas. And then one friend of a friend, she was like, I'm trying to decide if I should save for in vitro or save for a new arm. And she really needed a new arm, but they really wanted a baby. And I just kept hearing story after story and it was just breaking my heart. And I'm like, how can I help this situation? So I really just started praying about it and um, met my good friend, Ashley, who lost her leg when she was eight in a train accident. And she's my age. And then another lady named Lisa, who's um, my parents' age, and she lost her leg when she was 16 in a motorcycle accident. And mm-hmm. they, I met them both. I actually met Ashley in, in Dallas and then met Lisa at the retreat um, with Bethany. And the three of us had this same desire. Like we, I remember walking into the retreat and I was the only person with a prosthetic arm on. And I'm like, wait, is everyone, is, are people not wearing them? Like what's happening? And I was so confused. And so we started asking all the girls, like, do you guys want prosthetic arms or like, what's the deal? Like, you know, why, or, you know, do you want to wear one and all this stuff? And the answer was, we just can't afford it because insurance doesn't mm. cover it. And it that just, is wild that insurance doesn't cover it. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if it's different in Canada because like we have like healthcare, but I like, that is just like so sad. I wonder, I really wonder if it is different. I hope it is because even my friend, um, she lost all four of her limbs and she had a baby and she's my age and they were offering her like hooks for her hands. And she's like, the saddest thing about it is most people, some were born without a limb, but some lose their limb and for them to go through the fight with insurance on top of the emotional loss that they're experiencing is something that is like unbearable and so so, yeah and so me and Ashley and Lisa just all came together and we're like we want to create this and and provide beautiful prosthetic arms and legs for women and just walk through the prosthetic journey with them because no one expects to have to pick out an arm or a leg, you know, if they go through that loss. That's so nice. I love that you're helping women with that. That's so, so nice. It's been incredible. You love it so much. Okay. So if you're following lots of fashion blogs, you probably have major FOMO about all the designer bags you're seeing. But have you heard of Poshmark? It is the best. It's an online marketplace where you can shop designer goods from millions of closets across America rather than buying something brand new. I saw a Louis Vuitton Speedy bag for $340. That is nothing, you guys. It's the perfect way to just start introducing more designer goods into your closet because who doesn't want to look more chic? All you have to do is download the Poshmark app, which is totally free. They carry stuff for women, men, kids, and they literally have all the designer brands that matter. They have Louis Vuitton, Hermes, Chanel. 
Chanel. I saw a large quilted Chanel bag for $2,000. It's like cream color. I'm obsessed with it. I think those retail at like $8,000. They also have a Fendi spy bag, which is $750. And those retail like way higher than that. It's just so addictive to go through and shop this stuff, guys. It's literally just the easiest way to buy and sell fashion online. So if you have something you're kind of over and want to upgrade, you can sell your stuff too and make money. Shipping is totally easy for both the seller and the buyer. It's super fast. And if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer. Sometimes they'll even take less than the asking price. So listeners of Chakra Girl get $5 off your first purchase. So just enter the invite code Chakra5 when you sign up. So that's invite code Chakra5 when you sign up and get the Poshmark app. Totally free guys. Go get it. Go get some designer bags. It's time. Okay, so let's shift gears again. I want to talk about your business. So let's talk about Stranded. Yeah, okay. So my best friend and I that I mentioned earlier, we lived together in Dallas and she was a nurse and she came in one night and she was like, whoa, I keep realizing that brunettes just don't have a good dry shampoo option because it like Anna and I were blondes and we used baby powder. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you're so right. And so we started researching it and creating a brunette powder dry shampoo, testing it on my sister because she's brunette. And um, yeah, it was just this whole long process because we would go for like six months with not knowing what to do. We're like, how do we create this? Like, how do we create it on a bulk level? Like, how do we do this? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, ended up finding a manufacturer. My sister and her husband joined our team. We each have totally different roles, um, which is just so fun. And we yeah, created a dry shampoo in powder form that's clean. Like there's a color for brunettes, blondes, and redheads. I love that. And I feel like I've used like a brunette one before. And I feel like I need to try yours because I love that it almost like makes your hair look thicker because it's like the darker color. Totally. It helps with volume if you want it to. Like you can make it do that. And yeah. Then, but it was so funny in the testing process because Anna and I would buy, there were like very few brunette dry shampoos out there, but we would buy them and try them. And one which was by a big company that I won't mention that I don't know, you would just expect their product to be great. The spray like stained our wall in our bathroom. And like, we were like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. And so many of the ingredients are just so harmful. Like petroleum is a lot of times like the first or second ingredient and you're spraying that on your hair. Like it's just crazy. So yeah, we just felt the need to kind of fill that space. And it's been a fun journey. We've learned so much. I love that. And I I really want to try them. So we're going to link everyone to them. And you also mentioned that you have some other products coming out. Tell us about them. Okay. So, well, we're actually in the process of rebranding Stranded a bit. Like we're just changing a little bit of the formula because we've learned a lot in the last year and a half. And um, we still love the first formula, but we're just, you know, a little better as time goes on. And then we also, so this is kind of funny, but Jason like videoed me on just Insta stories one day when we were on a trip and I was like wiping down our airplane seats and it turned into this like movement, which is like the funniest thing. We're like, how did this even happen? But people started like tagging us in videos of them cleaning their airplane seats. And, and then it started with videos of like cleaning grocery carts and their computers and just all this stuff. And we were cracking up and we're like, how did this start? Like, I guess everyone relates to this need to like clean gross things that you're sitting on or just like germ, you know, things that have germs on them or whatever. And so we're like, we should create a wife. And so we're creating a non-toxic, 100% biodegradable, yet very powerful wipe. So we're really excited about it. We're in the process and... Yeah, it's going to launch soon. Oh my God, I love that. I, I, funnily enough, I have noticed a lot of people doing that lately. I noticed Jen Atkin the other day on Instagram was like wiping down her airplane seat and I was really intrigued. I was like, oh, I got to start doing this. So funny. And there's been, so there's an article, article out recently and then I was getting some messages this morning about a Today Show story and they're just talking about how the security line at airport 
courts and then the seats on airplanes are literally as dirty as toilet seats. Oh my god. I know it's disgusting. disgusting. It's, it's so not hard. more because like food like don't they say like um like someone's desk at work is like more dirty than a toilet seat because of the food bacteria. So oh. think of like food that falls onto the airplane seats and like the trays and all that stuff. Seriously disgusting. And but so these white there there's a Instagram profile too and I oh my gosh I can't remember what it is but Jason and I were looking at it for so long the other day because it shows like crazy things that people do on planes like not like dangerous but more just like how they use the trays like putting their feet on them like babies pooping oh, like oh so gross the craziest things and um but these wipes we're really excited about too because they're just like wipes for on the go. So like even I always think about after I get gas, like put in my or put gas in my car, I'm like, I wanna like wipe my hands off. Like that's so gross. And then even just like before I'm about to eat, or like even my little niece Kate, like anytime we go to a restaurant, just cleaning off the table because we're gonna put her food on it. And so anyways, it's gonna be fun. I feel like they're gonna be wiped. I love that. So is that part of Stranded or is that a totally different brand? It is. So it's all under the Stranded brand, which is gonna be fun. And then we are, it's kind of like Jason and I's little product to go, like a little project. So um, I'm working on it with the Stranded team, but I feel like Jason and I are gonna have fun just marketing it and talking about it because we believe in it so much. I love that. And I love that you've kind of, rather than doing like the usual like influencer route, I feel like you're going more like an empire route rather than, you know, white labeling. Like not that there's anything wrong with white labeling and like, I, you know, I'll do it at some time in my life too, but like <laughs> yeah. um, doing something that's totally your own brand rather than, you know, Lauren Kennedy times, you know, whatever. Yes. <laughs> um, I just, I, I love that. So what do you, did you ever kind of like go through that white labeling thing um, and realize it wasn't for you? Or did you just kind of know that you always wanted to do something that was just your brand? I actually, it's, you've probably experienced this too, but I feel like it kind of came out of the blue. Like just Anna had that idea and then we started getting into it. And I remember her being like, should we do this anymore? And I'd be like, yes, we've already gone this far. And then a couple of months later, I would be at the point where I'm like, should we do this anymore? And she's like, yeah, we have to, like, we've done so much. And I feel like it literally started like that. Like, we were just like, we have an idea, let's research it. And then we kept encouraging each other to like, keep moving. And I never honestly thought about like, white labeling or just having my own brand. I think we just saw a missing space in the industry that we wanted to fill and that we thought was really important because we're like we love dry shampoo and didn't know wouldn't know what to do without it and like we were like brunettes need to experience the greatness of this like in a great healthy product because a lot of my passion is just non-toxic beauty and I've and just products around your house like anything candles what you clean with all that perfumes like fragrances just how that impacts your your health and your endocrine system and your reproductive system, like it affects your health so much. And I feel like all that information is coming more out into the public, which is amazing. But I think we're just so passionate about creating something that's so clean, that's making your life easier, but it's also helping your health rather than, you know, being a detriment for it. Yes, I love that, especially dry shampoo because it's going on your head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's crazy what they put in the other stuff. It is crazy. It's like, Ooh. yeah. Not good. Okay, so the construction has gotten wild. Have you, has it been bugging you? It is like, sounds like someone's drilling. It sounds like I'm wearing a helmet and someone is like drilling oh, the helmet. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you hear it right now? No, it's like for some reason paused, but I'm sure they're just like getting another nail to screw in. So. Oh <laughs> Anyways, okay, so that was all amazing. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. I'll go first so you can think of yours. So I'm literally calling this construction my latest meltdown because I'm slowly dying. <laughs> it is insane. Insane. Like, oh my gosh. So for everyone listening, I told Lauren, like, it was literally 
one minute before her interview started that this crazy construction upstairs started happening. And I was like, what do I do? Do I like cancel? I can't cancel. I want to talk to her. Like, <laughs> um, but we did it and we're here. So I mean, it's happening. So much louder for you as we're, yes. oh my gosh, I like, <laughs> dying inside but smiling (laughs) um okay so that's my manic moment last thing I manifested so I know I've talked about my Porsche a lot guys but it's finally ready for me to pick up next month so I'm just really excited I mean I know it's just a car but I just feel like it like you know your first nice car just really like represents something so gosh I feel like you should that's so true and my answer is going to kind of relate to your response Okay. What is yours? (laughs) What is your your manic moment? Well, okay. So I got a new car like a month and a week ago. And I know that's weird to know the exact time that Mm -hmm. I figured this out the other day because of my meltdown. I got a new car then and I was, it's like literally like a brand new car. And it's kind of like, it was just this car that I really loved and I was so excited about. And I felt like a true adult. (laughs) I was like, yeah. I was just like, wow. Okay. I'm like loving this car. I love driving it and stuff. So six days into it, Jason is actually driving it and like the whole screen went black. So long story short, it was hot during the day and we were driving it like the whole day because we were in different parts of like, we weren't like near our house really. We we're like an hour away. So we had it on a cold air conditioning. It was blowing out really hard and we had music on and it all got stuck like that once it went black and you couldn't control it. So yeah, so we were driving home later that night. It still didn't work. And we were literally, the air was so cold outside and the air was so cold inside. We could like barely feel our hands when we got home. Oh my (laughs) God. I know this is like a first world problem, but it was like so frustrating. So then, okay. They fixed my car. It's in the shop for six days after I literally only had it for six days. Oh my gosh. So frustrating. Yes. So I get it back. And then like three days ago, this is like two days after I got it or two weeks after I got it back, the same thing happens yet. But I had like warmer air on because I drove somewhere an hour away in the morning and I got out of my appointment and it was hot outside. And so there was like blasting, like not heat, but like warm air. Oh my gosh. Same thing happened, but like the opposite temperature. And I literally freaked out. I like called the dealership and went like crazy. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I'm never getting in my car again. Y'all need to replace my car. You need to reimburse me for the amount that I'm paying like in my lease because I'm not paying for my rental car, like that amount for my rental car. (laughs) Like, yes. But also, like, the shirt that I just sweat in, you can replace Ooh. that too. <laughs> no, I literally told like, like I I felt so terrible. And Jason was like, oh my gosh. Cause he was like, I'm going to call. Cause like, you're like on another level right now. I'm like, okay. So he had already called the guy and he's like the nicest guy. And, and then I just got so frustrated on the highway because my windows were stuck down and I called him and I was like, my cleavage is dripping sweat right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no one wants to hear that. Like, that's great. Well, no, you know what? If you have to experience it, they have to hear about it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. I was like, she's crazy. I was like, i have oh my gosh. I'm like, this is a new car. Like, does anyone notice this is like strange? Like, I, I don't know. Oh my gosh. So, so did you get a new car? So I'm actually working with corporate right now to, they have to do like a buyback and then mm. it's like a process, but they're, they've been so nice about it. So, okay. Well, you should also get reimbursed for your time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I totally get it. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. And then wait, what was the second? Okay. So what is the last thing you manifested? So it's more like something you really like wanted and yeah, maybe it was like, I mean, partly was that car. I feel like when there's something that like I had a lease, like some lease left on my car. And I was like, I feel like when I just am decided on something, I just like go for it. Yeah. Both got big girl cars. Look at yes. us. Yes. I know my sister came and visited like the day after I got it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, don't I seem like such an adult now? And she was like, totally. I love it. Um, Okay. This has been so amazing. I just loved hearing your story and you were just like, so I don't know. I just love your vibe. 
Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, I love yours too. Thank you. So tell everyone where they can find you and all of the goodness that you have going on online. Yes. So um, I love Instagram. So that's the best place for me. And I'm my handle is at Lauren Scrubs, and then which is my maiden name. And then the Stranded Shop is at the Stranded Shop, which is our dry shampoo. And then the foundation is at the LSK Foundation. And then something exciting I forgot to mention, but um, I'm creating this three month subscription program called the Clean Sleep, and it's just a guide to how to clean up your life because I get so many questions every day on DMs specifically. And the first month is all about like food. Second month is about products. Third month is about practices because it all coincides into wellness and cleaning up your life. But it's like a very step-by-step guide thing and includes great recipes that I make a lot and all that, but also incorporates like the importance of it being a process and not just like doing it, like, you know, changing your life in one day, like you did yes. the whole process. So I'm really excited. So be on the lookout for that soon too. Yay. Okay. Well, we'll get the links for that when it's ready and we'll share it with you guys. That sounds so amazing. We mm-hmm. want to live a clean life like Lauren. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks. It's taken. I don't always live clean, but it's process. 80-20. <laughs> 80-20. Yeah, it's um, so true. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, everyone. I hope you love this episode. Go check out Lauren and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.